Chris. And I'm Wendy. And welcome to the Toasted Marshmallow Adventures podcast. Take two. Take two. Today <laughs> we are at the lounge of the at the end of the universe in the artist lounge. And we have comedian Brett Raybould as our guest. Oh, Yay. thank God. I was worried you weren't going to give me I the know. hype button. I know. Storm yeah, out. Time. <laughs> your first Toasted Marshmallow storm out. I mean, that would be great. It would I kind of be so awesome. I have to first say. be like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> you were short uh, a couple hypes. So. Oh. oh. Okay, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't know your your, your hype, hype requirements. Yes, I have a writer, a hype writer, oh, okay. which is uh, you know five to seven hypes, and then I'll talk. Then you can oh, feel like, okay. But you were at Got three, that. and I was like, "What's this uh, BS?" Yeah, yeah it's kind of this weird thing. Uh, excuse me. That's the guy we were wondering yeah. if we'd get. Yeah. <laughs> so, is this your first time to Idaho? First time to Idaho. Beautiful state. I genuinely mean that. Like I, I remember the the Man Who Runs Festival, John B. Yeah, uh, for Stan New York. Uh, he was like, guys, if you need to, you can Uber from the hotel to the venue. It's like a, it's literally like a three or four minute drive. Yeah. Oh, cool. And in my head, I'm like, why would I not walk? Yeah. Like, I can just see a beautiful yeah. vista. I walk right. 30 minutes in New York, and it's gross. Yeah, you guys are used yeah. to walking. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. don't walk so much around <laughs> no. here now. Like, well, walk. public transportation sucks yeah, here, it does. too. And yes. It's horrific. Unless you live, like, in the north end or downtown Boise, nothing's close. No. <laughs> right. So yeah. you're not just going to, like, walk 90 no. minutes. Yeah, no. that's this is understandable. <laughs> yeah, so you live in Brooklyn. Brooklyn, I do. I live in Brooklyn. As I mentioned to you, I live in a free house. I live in a house for free in New York. Yeah, that is unheard um, of, it's right? Pretty. It's it is truly like a paradise for anyone pursuing comedy. I think because no rent, it has no heat or hot water. That's always the catch. When mm-hmm. sometimes I don't even include that in the discussion. <laughs> yeah, because then people are like, uh, "How do I get yeah, in on this?" Homeless. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for you, and I had there. It was a temptation if you bring if you bring a gal back to the place oh. to not. I always would tell him because I'm not yeah. a weirdo. But it, there's a temptation to be like, yeah, it's just my house that I own. <laughs> exactly. Uh, who is, how successful are you at comedy? Very. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But do you have electricity? I do have electricity. Oh, I got yeah. Wi-Fi last week. After four months, I caved and I said it's time to get it's, on the grid. Yeah. Wow. Um, oh but I loved not having Wi-Fi for. So, a few months. How have you really? done all your your websites? And I mean, because you are hooked up online. I have. Yeah, I go to friends' places and I go. I need Dang. two things from you: your Wi-Fi and a shower. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's how, how I was subsisting. Um, yeah. And uh, getting Wi-Fi of a friend uh, was. It's the house will sometimes have a revolving door of people who stay at it because um, yeah. the friend I got it through. You know, he has friends visit from out of town, and mm. of course it's a house. I'm not going to be like, I need it to myself. Yeah. yeah. But that friend, the Wi-Fi had gotten hooked up at 3 p.m. That that new friend who I hadn't met came over at like 5, and he was like, hey, do you have Wi-Fi? And I was like, hell, yes, I have Wi-Fi. <laughs> I want you to connect the shit out of that. built with Wi-Fi. Yeah, you better stream all the do. shit you want. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very proud of my Wi-Fi. Nice. So, Yeah. Well, I feel like if you have electricity, you can make... Heat, you know, yeah. you get a little space heater and shit. That's what that's cold exactly. showers? Yeah. Cold, that? cold showers. I have a, a shower bag. I haven't, oh, honestly, yeah. I haven't in a cold shower yet because it's now only starting to be where that would be mildly enjoyable. 
with no uh, house with no heat, when you take a cold shower, it's like you will not warm up. Okay. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. and the water is ice cold. Oh. So I would do uh, friends' places, and then I had a shower bag that I leave outside. It collects the rays of the sun. Whoa. You take it inside. Like it's camping. not like warm. It is like camping. Yeah. It's like our backpacking one. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You, it's probably we did the same it once. One. It was awful, but we were actually <laughs> outside. We, we was, were actually yeah. backpacking. We did it once. It was yeah. the shittiest thing <laughs> ever. Horrible. Kind of hated it. Where yeah, were you? We were up in was that Stanley? Uh, no. Jenny Lake. Yeah, it was here an awful in hike. Idaho, a couple hours they away. They say it's easy. It's not. And then we did. Yeah, that one sucked. That was actually our first trip, and we're like, oh, it's five miles. Won't be that bad. But it was five fucking miles uh, uphill. Uh, <laughs> yes. And, we're like, <gasps> and at the time, we taught a, a physical fitness class. And yeah, we're like, group fitness. <gasps> yeah. And we're like, it's not the same. No, it's, <laughs> it's not, not the same. We would like pull off to not look stupid to people. We'd just like pull off like when they're there. trekking down. We got there we're last. like, <gasps> yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. So you were with a, it was just you two in a class or you were? No, no we were we, just we were by ourselves our and there were yeah. other people on the trail, but uh, they were getting look there before us. Avid hikers. <laughs> that's that's yeah. always a funny thing is like, you know, a relatively young man where like you're hiking and then you just get laughed by like a 78. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that yeah, was really. happening. Yeah, right. just yeah. hiking their whole lives. Speaking of that, weren't you recently in Moab? Wow. Or somewhere in Utah? Where? Uh, I don't know if I was. I was in Salt Lake City for a two and a half hour layover. Oh, okay. You're getting it mixed yeah, up. Yeah, I was looking uh, at another lanky white guy Dang. getting it mixed right. up with That's another totally Caucasian. Totally, yeah, dangly they all look the same. <laughs> How many white guys are there? How yeah, dare yeah, you? Geez. But who was in Moab? Let's get him in here. Uh, if you're listening and you were in Moab, get your ass in the room. I looked up today. Oh shit! I can't even think about it right now. I've had so much shit, shit going it's through my brain. Things, yeah. Just, yeah. So we're like, okay, you got four podcasts to do today. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, don't worry. I. I I, when you're just like doing a ton of home, you're meeting a ton of people. It's totally reasonable yeah. to just be like, "You were in, yeah. right? I know who that was. It was fucking Jeff Sheen. Oh yeah, very yes. understandable yes. to mix me up with Jeff Sheen. Okay. It's an understandable mix. Up. Okay, good, yeah. good, good. Don't worry, that's who it was. So, what do you like most about Idaho? You know, so far I haven't explored it as much. So I will say this con- this podcast. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is the most fun I've had. Well, Woohoo! When did you get here? Got I got here yesterday at like two thirty, and then kind of mostly just went to uh, the venue and was just oh, at nice. the venue. So mm-hmm. it's almost like there is a form of while well, I did get a little bit of walking, there's a form of like I still need to make sure I hike or at least do something somewhere get where some, I can just yeah. not have. It's almost like I'm not in Idaho right now. I mean, yeah. there's a beautiful Vista painting behind you. Um, yeah, and you guys just have a, the white wall. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for giving the guest. Oh, yeah, we honor. totally yeah. should have switched it. The view. Right? No, I get the nice view. <laughs> okay. Yeah, exactly. Who knows what um, it is. But, uh, so, yeah, it's like it's funny when you go to a place for comedy, and if you're just in that room, it's almost like, well, I wasn't technically in Idaho. I was yeah. just in that room, yeah. which happened yeah. to have been in Idaho. Yeah. Or wherever you've gone. Yeah. So uh, I'm told I learned more about Mormons. Um, what was the really weird fact I learned about Mormons? Uh, root beer or no? I forget what it was. 
It was it was a, huh. They don't yeah, they don't do caffeine. No caffeine. No. But I kinda knew of that one before. They can't, can't do root beer because it has beer in the name. <laughs> yeah. Someone told me about know. docking. Um, do you, have you heard of that? Docking. Oh, is that where you don't have sex but you Kinda. do something else? You is that like dry humping? Sore it's basically what it is is uh, docking is the act of a man inserting himself into a woman and then not doing any thrusting. Oh but you're just in there. Dock. Just like, and hey. that's like, like the loophole around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the loophole. So I'm eager to try that. Um, <laughs> you're gonna get my dock on. You bring docking to New York. Yeah. <laughs> Let's dock. So that's a Mormon thing, I guess. I, I think it gets around the or, or very uh, very religious folk. I think it's a way to circumvent the arbitrariness of some of the religious dogma. Uh, and see, I thought that anal sex was a loophole. <laughs> <laughs> I think also a loophole. Yeah. Well, if you listen to uh, Garfunkel and Oates, they say that's the sex that God can't see. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah, God's not watching the asshole. It's <laughs> yeah, exactly. as hard as the vagina. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> really funny. <laughs> so... You retired from comedy? Yeah, I, I that was my hour special. It's called Brary Old Retires from Comedy. Available now on YouTube. Oh. Yes, yes, we watched. And, uh, thank you very much yes. for tuning in. Uh, and at the end of the special, if you keep watching, you'll see why I retired from comedy. And in the credits of the special, I have since unretired. Oh, nice. Uh, Which brings you here. Yeah, it brings me to Hank Central. Yeah. Uh, exactly. It was kind of funny because I did it as a bit. Um, I don't know if I should spoil it or not, but there was a bit. There was a reason I retired for a comedy bit I did. Um, related to Michael Bublé. And, Which brings uh, us to your... Yes. <laughs> your jazz album. Yes. So oh, I'll God. just tell it all. The story okay, is... Nice. In the, I held a show in New York called Brett Rail Retires from Comedy where I genuinely mentioned to everyone I was going to retire from comedy, which I did do. I did retire. <laughs> One month after retiring, I had to unretire because I... Turns out I had severely miscalculated my finances. <laughs> I thought I could coast into my 80s with my savings, and unfortunately, I, I only had a month. Um, so I had to retire turn to the Sisyphean slog that is stand-up comedy. But I retired so that I could pursue a career in jazz. Right. And um, if you listen to my jazz album, which is Bread on Buble, you'll find that I truly am probably one of the most generationally talented singers alive. And I, you know, I don't know why you're laughing at that. No, it was amazing. We listened to a couple songs I just, <laughs> or something. I mean, yeah, it's, it's like, truly, you listen, you're like, this is, I, it might be the this yeah, best I love the, I've ever heard. I love the photos, too, of like leaves dropping on your head and all the 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 looks it's just <laughs> really you know, fantastic. I mean, just you know, I, I you know, I think my sex appeal is probably my <laughs> yeah. biggest selling point, and uh, and with the the tux, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, pretty amazing. I do wear a tux on stage do now really? for paid shows. Yeah, oh wow! Actually, I forgot my black bow tie. I was going to wear it tonight, but uh, Dang. bow tie. But um, yeah, I, I uh, you know, I will always. Be in character if anyone brings up the jazz album and be like, "No, nah, I'm amazing at singing." <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I feel like I have to go, like, "It's not how I really am." <laughs> so you go, like, "How self-aware is that?" <laughs> yeah, does he know how he sounds? But to some folk, I will, I'll never drop it, and I'll be like, oh, "Yeah, cool. why? Is it bad?" Yeah, <laughs> like get a little intense. Or like, is he gonna fucking punch me? Yeah. Well, actually, when we were looking at your website, Chris was like, "Is this a joke?" And I said, "Yes, yeah. I'm pretty sure this whole thing is a joke." Yeah. 
yeah. or he's totally like lost it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, yeah. See, okay. Either way, it's cool. The Brett Rabel Cinematic Universe. You checked out the BCU? No. I haven't seen that yet. Okay, no. go to brettrabel.com. That's the Brett uh, Cinematic. What website were you on? Brettonbublé.com? Yes, we I think went we were there. On that. Okay, and, yeah. I thought, and then we've got to come rags, I think, at some uh, point, uh, okay, which yeah. is awesome. And we have to talk about YMH at some point. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's huge. Your, your doppelganger. <laughs> no kidding, I'm right? I'm sure you get that incessantly. He I do get that yeah. Uh, yeah. many times, actually. Yeah, yeah I would imagine. <laughs> I get Crazy. like, you look like some comedian that I've seen. I'll get that at work, too, and I work in a psych hospital. <laughs> so, who knows who they're thinking of? <laughs> There's a really funny example. Speaking of, like, kind of funny, uh, I recognize you stories. So my sister was on the television show Survivor. Oh, cool. really? Um, she's also a uh, cancer doctor. She uh, oh, wow. works in oncology. But uh, the reason I bring this up is uh, so she wasn't re- she just did it for the adventure and wasn't trying to like be a cut uh, a reality star. Yeah, she okay. just it's a cool adventure. Anyway, uh, a few months after her season aired, she was in the hospital and she had like uh, an, an bad intense news to give to a patient. RE, a cancer diagnosis. Uh-huh. And the person was like, she was like, um, yeah, please have a seat. And the guy was like, I know you from somewhere. <laughs> and in her head, she's like, not now. <laughs> like, this is this very is, bad. Uh, you know, I'm not going to be like, hey, so it's Terminal 4. And I was on Survivor. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. So she was just like, oh, I just have one of those faces. Uh, oh, my oh, God. Gosh. She was able to circumvent, you know, Phew. an awkward. Like, yeah, that's yeah. super awkward. But, yeah. Jeez, that's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> but I forget what we were talking about before that, that uh, side tangent. Oh, yeah. We were talking about Buble yeah. websites and come rags. I can and- tell you about Buble. Um, so I reached out. It's an album of uh, Michael Buble covers. I like yeah. to say that I actually plan on uh, lodging a lawsuit against him <laughs> for uh, what I'm going to claim is copyright infringement. I'm going to claim that my covers of the songs are so good that I think they're now the originals. <laughs> oh, and that his versions now are covers of me, and he owes me oh, Nice. I don't know if it'll hold up in court, but... We'll see. I mean, stranger things have happened. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out it'll be worth like $20 million. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but, I absolutely uh, loved your write-up on all that. I was like he has taken some time on this. It I was did. really yeah. funny. I did. Yeah, people have to read all the way through. That thing's hilarious. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah. yeah, they're monuments to nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's super funny. Yeah, I appreciate that a yeah. lot. Yeah, I work. I've worked very hard on it. it. Like I, it. I am proud of the. Uh, I am proud of the piece of comedy because uh, I think I'm trying to do a mix of uh, very traditional stand-up mixed with like absurdist comedy, and that was why Brario retires from comedy was kind of that mix of very precision-based stand-up and storytelling and bits yeah. mixed with the last 15 minutes, which is where I retire, and then I sing a couple jazz numbers. Okay, we didn't okay. catch uh, that. Finish watching that. What was our? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. we love the poop story. Oh yeah, she takes oh, shit in the yes. Elmo toilet. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Pooping really happy. Body training. This is this is. <laughs> authentic story Um, you know my brother and it went so far (laughs) there was a point where I was like no he's not calling the dad (laughs) he's not letting that happen (laughs) yeah 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 that one's also available on the old YouTube Um, which uh, the in the course of uh, I was proud of putting that on YouTube because uh, there's a couple offers I had from bigger distributors but I think comics and artists should own their work yep and I think in the long arc of my career 
especially with the offer those they gave me (laughs) that uh, I'm like this is the present value of my future earnings is way more than what you're rating it at I agree Um, yeah and uh, so it's like you know when in doubt just own it yeah because I owned it I was able to do funny stuff with it like I made a um, a Mandarin dub of it I had we saw the that. entire hour We're special like, no way. Was dubbed into Mandarin. Whoa. I thought that was a joke. I did I didn't too. Check no, it click it. It's, it's I, for real. I paid uh, and had friends and freelancers contribute toward translating all of my material, and then I found a, a dude off Fiverr to literally dub it. Wow. Um, so, you know, the whole special is just, it's in it's in Mandarin. Okay. <laughs> 好像你們沒有人收到我的著裝要求,這一場。And it's part of a larger bit that is amazing. Is going to be my entry into the Chinese market as I oh. launch myself as a cryptocurrency, which we saw, yes. yes. Is that so, real? So everything, all this shit that I do is I think it exists in a very fun spot of half irony and half deadly serious. Okay. Yeah. It's like and also like not necessarily always letting people in on when it's a bit is right. part of the bit. Right. Yeah. Um, like when I sang jazz live, I didn't, I played it real. I did not <laughs> wink and I didn't laugh about it as I might with you guys oh podcasting. Just so you know, you're not with a fucking sociopath yeah. who thinks he's actually a good singer. Um, yeah, but there were people after the show that were like, well, good luck with singing. And I'm like, they didn't get it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That's hilarious. Um, but yeah, so the me launching it as a cryptocurrency is, again, it is uh, part bit, but also I'm part 100% serious. Like, I think not? it's a very interesting project to do with your career to link your career movement to a cryptocurrency oh, price. I loved it because you were like, if you think my value is something or other, I mean, like you're betting kind of on it's, you either you, failing or succeeding, yeah. right? And That's awesome. I really, and I hope this doesn't self to sound too self aggrandizing and I know I've only talked about myself, so I apologize. Well, that's why you're here, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, We just, don't want to talk about us. <laughs> so I'm sorry if I'm monopolizing you. Yeah. Me, 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 yeah. me. Yeah. But, um, so, it, it really is Brettcoin, which is the name of it. If you visit brettcoin.org, okay. uh, you can you can buy in. Now, we are not yet, we're still in pre-market, meaning uh, we are not yet publicly available. We will be doing an IBO, which is an initial Brett offering, um, sometime in the very near future. Um, fortunately, I was booked on a pretty big finance podcast, and we will be dropping it that day, June 2nd. We will awesome. be doing an IBO on a exchange called Uniswap. And, and that's um, real. And that is that is real. So um, we're trying to build more liquidity. And uh, a 17-year-old who's a very big fan of mine developed it. Uh, I asked him. We, I was like, hey, I have this idea. Uh, do you know how much you know about cryptocurrency? Can you make that? And he was like, I know a ton about it. I can, of course, make it. Mm. It wasn't until recently he was like, dude, I had no freaking clue what I was doing. <laughs> but he's this is a 17-year-old kid who's like, we're now like, you know, collaborators on this project. And it, made, it was so funny to me because he's 17. He's in yeah. high school. So I'm yeah. literally calling him up like, Hey, what's up, Matt? How you doing? And he's like, Hey, I can't talk right now. I'm at Quiz Bowl. It's like, <laughs> I'm some creepy, almost thirty-year-old. It's like bothering this seventeen-year-old kid. His parents fun. are probably like, Who the fuck is this <laughs> psychopath? <laughs> but um, but Brett Coin, it basically is a bet 
that you're if someone does want to invest i genuinely believe it is and i am a good investment because i believe my work is of uh, a higher quality than my level of status i think in comedy there's a lot of emperor's new clothes that can go on i think a lot of people get bigger opportunities for whatever reason and maybe don't have the stones to back it up yep i hope this doesn't sound too self-complimentary but i think it is safe to say or at least i hope it is to go i think i am better than where i am at positionally and financially great. yeah an hour special that i think i will put that up and i'll say that is that is up with anyone that year and i really will believe that if that sounds self-complimentary i think you gotta that's have fine. that yeah um yeah. but um but uh that's what brett coin is it's a bet on me and my future and it's not just about me trying to make money from people honestly i i want to use the money that people invest to work on other projects and i can say specifically which one it is a friend and i recently uh wrote a movie and we're trying to film that movie we had sent it to a lot of producers managers and agents and for the most part, the operating response we got back was, it's really funny, we don't want to be the ones to make it. Ugh. Now, the reason they don't want to make it, honestly, and I believe this to my core, comedy movies are not in a good spot right now because people complain often about like wokeness and cancel culture and like wokeness isn't killing comedy. The fear that artists and writers go through because of that and industry people and do too that is what is making comedy less interesting because people aren't afraid to take artistic risks to tell you more specifically on what the movie is the movie is a slapstick comedy about race it's basically the modern version of blazing saddles oh wow all-time favorite movies yeah um it's screwball it's silly and it's just pure fun it's called race the movie and then in parentheses it's about race my co-writer <laughs> isn't the white guy everyone can relax <laughs> so i always gotta tell people it wasn't written by two honkies yeah, now right. um uh, I think that we made something that's uh, creatively adventurous, and any actual analysis on the script will lead that it's 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 not what they think. Yes, kind of. in Blazing Saddles, everyone always goes, "You can't make that these days," and we're like, "Why not?" If mm-hmm. you watch Blazing Saddles, it's very clearly a movie that m- makes fun of makes racism look stupid. Yeah, why can't you make that? Yeah, we all know what the funny is and where the jokes lie, and I think we wrote something that was very uh, nakedly similar to that. You feel like everybody's scared now, or I mean, I, you like? know, I'm not saying what was me, and yeah. it's just harder for anyone to want to take a, a big artistic chance on complete nobodies who are un, un, unestablished. But that again speaks to I think a lot of the uh, invisible arbitrariness of how we judge how quality someone's output or art is. Mm-hmm. We're willing to say something is better if it has a bigger crowd attached to it. Yeah. And um, I exist in a frame where I'm willing to affirm myself and go, no, I think we wrote something that is genuinely what people would want to watch, regardless of how I am in a more working class frame of being a comedian. And uh, I think and I hope that if it can get some semblance of a megaphone, 
people will be able to uh, respond to the idea of Get Redcoin. Like the idea of how I'm trying to raise money to make a movie. I'm not just taking people's money so I can yeah. masturbate and, you know, wear pajamas. Don't get me wrong. Love That's both. all good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Um, so uh, it's really about and in and in making it, I think I increase the value of Brettcoin because it's a way of increasing shareholder value because the Brett cinematic universe grows, the oh, yeah. IP of Brett grows, and if it turns out the way part, excerpts from the script are available online via an article I wrote for uh, a, mag, a publication called Pipeline. Um, and so if people are interested in going, you know, are these guys racist? Well, take a look. Um, <laughs> but, no, I uh, thought it was genius, actually. It's really cool. I appreciate people that a lot. In. Yeah, it yeah. really gives you kind of a feeling like you're a part of something. And this isn't a handout. This, yeah. isn't, uh, this has never yeah, been done just, before yeah. because it's, a, it's actually an investment. And if you buy in early, there is a chance you could win, too. Make no mistake. Do I think you'll get filthy, stinking rich? You goddamn right I do. <laughs> but, um, I, you know, I think you should build generational wealth for your family Definitely. by investing in Bitcoin. Of course. Make no mistake, more seriously, though, are there risks associated with it? Yes, of course. Of course. Everyone invests at your own peril. I am promising nothing but my hardest work ethic. Um, and hopefully the, you know, most focused amount of my comedy and uh, intention at intellect or whatever. But uh, I still think with that said, there's a short-term viral potential because Could the you internet ever can do find it? weird stuff. Yeah. This hasn't been done before. Mm -hmm. uh, nonetheless, I think it's a long hold because I ain't going to quit comedy. Right. So yeah. your money's not going anywhere. Right. You're, will I get more famous in the next 20 years? It's hard to get less famous. <laughs> <laughs> Some would say it's the ground floor. I would yeah. say rock bottom. But, uh, yeah. Buy Brettcoin. <laughs> <laughs> so just it. to clarify, so this is basically an, an investment in your career? Yes. Brettcoin is linked to, uh, Brettcoin will be linked to my career growth. Mm -hmm. um, and just like other uh, uh, coins that exist, it's it's sort of is a hype coin. Um, I think, uh, you know, Doge is a hype coin, but it doesn't have a hype man. So for the first time, there will be a hype man for a coin. And... Um, yeah, it's linked to it's a storage of value. If okay. you think more people will find out about it and want to invest, and you're earlier, well, how investment works is buy in early, right, and yeah. hold longer, right? Because yeah. I think I'm gonna, I, I really take it seriously that people invest their money in. We've already raised a, a few thousand dollars. Uh, I, I mentioned it on one other podcast called Real Ass Podcast. And uh, a lot of those listeners really resonate with the idea. I haven't even mentioned it publicly on my own like social media or anywhere. Yeah. Because um, I'm still uh, in pre-market trying to maybe get wh uh, not whales but pe bigger investors so that we can raise liquidity so that we can offer more money on a larger exchange. Um, but uh, there will be 21 million in one Bretcoin. Um, why that number? Well, there are 21 million Bitcoin in the world, and we oh. one up those motherfuckers. <laughs> so, uh, wow, this is cool. So it's, yeah, it's, there's a lot. There's a lot to it. It's yeah. been a, it's been a lot of a lot of labor's gone into it. I plan on hold, holding a show called Brett Raywald Goes Public, in which I give the investor presentation to to, awesome. to the world. Was this all pandemic related? Is this where you went pandemically? You? I was a prior. Yeah. It, you know, Brettcoin is an idea that. Uh, I initially launched a my own trading exchange called BrettTrade.com, where people could buy and sell shares of Brett Coin. Now, 
The truth is, launching your own trading exchange is really hard. Mm-hmm. You know Robinhood, that yeah. trading yeah. platform? Mm-hmm. I basically launched my own Robinhood. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I paid a uh, developer in Pakistan about $1,400, huge chunk of change to make yeah. it. And you know what? He did a good job. It's just Robinhood probably spent more than a grand to make Robinhood. Yeah. It's a yeah. complex thing. Yeah. So that was my initial foray. And uh, upon th- realizing I need to be on a more mainstream exchange, people aren't going to log in every day to brettrade.com um, as much as my pathetic ego wants to act like they <laughs> yeah. would. We all have that. Yeah, yeah a lot right? of us have that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sure people listening are like, this guy's an egomaniac. <laughs> no. And you're goddamn right. <laughs> no, but. Um, <laughs> So uh, that was the initial. That was the initial, and uh, now it will be more publicly available. I f- that was uh, I forget what your question was, but it started that way, and I see that as like you know I almost see it as this kind of startup in a way that oftentimes for startups to stumble on the better idea, they have to have an initial pay- phase of uh, less success, mm-hmm. and that's what Brett Trade now defunct Brettcoin.org with one T. Um, <laughs> is now, I think, the more legitimate uh, and the better, closer to the execution of the idea. Awesome. So this is launching June 2nd? I think we're going to make it be making it publicly available with our first IBO June 2nd. Okay. Dang. Now, at that point, are you just going to feel crazed like you have to work every second? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But it ain't different from how I've approached comedy okay. anyway. Gotcha. You're really, already doing that. I love, I, this is the, I love this stuff more than anything. And uh, people, when when people have invested money, I'm like, I'm going to do right by these people, and I'm going to prove them right. Oh, cool. um, and uh, I I just intend to to you know make their investment worth it. Okay. Now, where'd this idea come from? Uh, I I don't fully know. I just thought one day it would be really funny to have your own crypto, mm-hmm. and. Um, it is legal, to be clear. I am not a security, and I'm not even a commodity. Brettcoin, it's separate from Brett Raybould. That's the commodity. I don't know where it came from, though. I think I just one day was talking with my brother, Jordan, and I think we were just, uh, you know, just spitballing and just like, that would be kind of interesting to have that. And yeah. so it's been a while, uh, you know, minting the token and uh, my 17-year-old friend, uh, <laughs> I always mention his age. Um, <laughs> I think you have to. Yeah. <laughs> Legally. Yeah. Um, I wonder what his parents think yeah. about our friendship. <laughs> but uh, um, I don't, I really don't know where it came from, but mm-hmm. maybe just greed. Okay. Not, no, honestly, it's not greed because I, it's like I... The investment will go toward the capital will go toward a usage, not yeah. just laziness. Is there a way you could make this movie and put it on YouTube yourselves, or you definitely need? Honestly, I would be open toward uh, first making it, and then I'd be open toward exploring what avenues for its distribution mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. could exist. Make no mistake, I think um, entertainment is fragmented in that the gatekeepers are way less important than they used to be, mm-hmm. and people can get their they can find the entertainment they want to find. So don't be yeah. afraid of just making the availability don't be afraid of making it available that's what you know my hour special was just about making it available because i'm just really appreciative of anyone who you know takes time out of their lives i really appreciate you guys tuning into even a minute of it yeah yeah um so 
uh, you know, making their I, in a perfect world where this you know this moonshot works. Yeah, I would. Uh, I don't know. I would then explore the best avenue for its distribution, which may be us just putting it out on our own. You know, maybe Fox Features wants to give us a billion dollars for it. That'd be awesome. <laughs> but you look at, like, Mark Norman. He couldn't find anybody to do his sure. one hour. Yeah. He puts yeah. it on YouTube as six and a half million or coming yeah, in at like seven. seven. I mean, totally. crazy, or something. craziness. Yeah. And he's making money off that. So that's, that's amazing. absolutely right. And yeah. perhaps more importantly is he's uh, he showing. Owns it. F- he owns it. And yeah. he's showing fans. Yeah. Anyone can get YouTube. Yeah. There's no barrier yeah. to watching it. Yeah. So, And I was inspired by, you know, Folks like that who, even though these these comedians with more infrastructural support and more credits under their belt and more years under their under their uh, career, uh, why can't someone why not? with a uh, you know a little less uh, institutional legitimacy do the same thing? Uh, yeah, I don't see why not. Um, so the people like that were very inspiring. Yeah, Mark Norman did it. Sam Morell did it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sam. Joe List the did rooftop it. The rooftop one. Um, yeah. And I might be missing a couple, but uh, Josh Wolf did it. Oh, cool. Um, so, and it'll be there forever. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. you know. Just keep growing. That I, that's what's great about having it is if you're on any podcast, you it's if I was like, oh, it's on Amazon Prime, it's like, oh, if someone doesn't have a login. Yeah. But anyone could just go YouTube.com. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Brett Rabel. There you know, he is. Tiresome comedy and sucks. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. How long have you been in comedy for? I've been in it for about, I would say, seven and a half, uh, eight years, uh, give or take, this last year, depending on how you count it. Yeah. Um, although this last year I really focused more on screenwriting, um, which has been, excuse me, really uh, eye-opening and how much I enjoy that process. Um, I really love... You know, screenwriting is something I've wanted to do for uh, kind of my whole life, and mm-hmm. uh, every year my my um, resolution was like, "This is the year I finish a script." For like a decade, <laughs> and then it yeah. took the world shutting oh, yeah. down for me to go. I've got time. All right, yeah. there's no excuses no here, reason. big guy. There is no excuses. So, uh, how about you guys? How long have you guys been in, in and around stand up and comedy? Uh, we and so way longer. so we're we're not comedians at all. We're fans, yeah. big time. I mean, yeah. I've been watching stand up since I was a kid. You know? Oh, really? I remember watching it on PBS on Comedy Tonight with uh, I forget the host's name, but he had a mustache and he looked seventies. And and I remember actually seeing an old episode. I remember it, remember it to this day, and it was Brian. Regan, oh, and, and he had like a mullet. Yeah, yeah, I've seen yeah. all clips of him. And actually, his brother Dennis Regan was actually on that episode too. And I remember it so much because I actually recorded it VHS tape, and I showed <laughs> it to my mom. I was like, "Hey, mom, you want to watch this? Don't worry, it's clean." You know, she was really religious, you know, yeah. and stuff. So, but yeah, I've, I've been watching it since I was a kid, and then I kind of introduced it to you yeah. when we got together, and she became a big fan. Um, and now we just love it, and we We're go, crazed. we travel to shows yeah. and go watch it. We just came we actually. Saw Mark Norman in Salt Lake. Yeah, we went to Salt Lake City to see Mark Norman. Tony Hinchcliffe tickets for July. But yeah, (laughs) what's up with that? That's not happening. Did you you hear about his whole? I have heard about his canceled. Yes, Uh, Salt Lake wrote us an email that said Mark has other plans. Or not Mark? uh, Tony. Tony. Yeah, yeah. has other plans. Sure. I think he does. I think he's staying home for a while. (laughs) Might be. Yeah. That was a. um, There's a lot to talk about there. I mean, first and foremost, I think it's not unfair to say uh, uh, that 
you know, I'll just be honest. I, I genuinely don't generally err on the side of commenting on other people's comedy. But I do personally feel starting a set in that way. Well, we know what he... I know as a comedian what he was trying to go That's what so in the inverse of what's socially accepted that yes. the shock is funny. Yes. Yeah. It um, was like, wow. And that's, that's the intention. And I... Every comic should be... We shouldn't disempower comics from taking artistic chances, right. even ones that seem on the surface offensive. Now, with that said, I can also go, you know... Yeah, you yeah. take a bite and uh, in the plan. room, in the room, uh, people seem to not be hating it, and so yeah. you have to use that as context. But uh, you know, it's a lot. It was yeah. a lot. It's a lot to just start it's, a set yeah. with. Uh, yeah, some Asian I watched boys it like and some four slurs. or five times, and as I but watch he, it more, it's sure. not as. Uh, but yeah, the first time I went, holy crap! I got what he was trying to do. Yeah, and I don't. Course. I just don't think. <laughs> And it I, hit right. Sure, and <laughs> I least. don't like comics in almost willfully or intentionally attempting to remove his intention from it by going, he was trying to be racist. You can say the execution is racist, you can say it's not good comedy, whatever you want to comment, but it wasn't like he's, yeah, like this actual white supremacist. No. That some people want to alarmist, in an alarmist fashion, act like he is, and I think that's a little deceptive. At the yeah. same time, I think there's something... Recording a comedian set and putting it up without their totally, uh, consent, yeah. there's there's a lot of talking points, and I don't know if peers should be regulating each other in that way. Mm -hmm. I think conversations with each other um, is a more effective means for working that mm -hmm. stuff working out. That stuff yeah. out. Um, maybe that comic felt like he didn't have a choice. I don't know the complexity of their yeah. dynamic, but... Uh, you know, I don't. I think a lot of things within that were not the uh, arcing toward our better selves as comics. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's how I interpret it. You guys are comedy fans. I mean, where, what are your some of your guys' thoughts? I mean, on? we understand comedy. We know. Yeah, you he know was. the intent. Yeah. yeah and we he, know Tony. I mean, in terms of just watching him constantly, yeah. kill we Tony fans. We've been live to him a few so, times, yeah. And, yeah. and so we so. know he's not a racist person. Of course, it, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's a roaster. Yeah, he really. roasts. <laughs> yeah, and he so. came down hard, and it, it just—I so. think it did work in the room for the most part. It right. seemed like it, sure. yeah. But geez, when I first saw it, I went, Ugh. yeah, it well, was kind of rough. Thirty-second clip is like, and inherently. I think there was uh, his, the next line he said was like, "This isn't who I am." And that was cut out. And we watched mm. the whole thing. He came back to it later. He, we oh, watched, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, he came back to it like um, he almost felt like maybe he had. It seemed like he thought he had gone a little too hard, and, and he softened things soften up later. <laughs> yeah, right. Which, yeah, it's again, part of the whole set. Yeah, it's not, and it's just it's you know the being ironically racist is definitely a bit that uh, I think we've all or a lot of comics have done for. It, you know, the subtlety of the ironic, uh, ironic racism does relate to whether it can feel as funny. Yeah. I take, for example, Colbert's character mm -hmm. was masterful at being, I mean, he was like a racist guy. Like, he was an out-of-touch racist guy who'd be like, who would say things that were just like... Uh, he would say things that weren't like just straight up slurs. He would say things like, well, you know, rap music is more to blame for black people's misfortune than racism, which is an actual like Fox News yeah. adjacent take. <laughs> and like that, that character, there's a grace and a subtlety to it than just, you know, uh, perhaps just uh, 
tossing out some slurs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So before we get out of here real quick, we'll get off the heavy subjects. Um, and Come ranks. It's even heavier. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, you get too much cum on them. <laughs> One size fits all loads, so, you know, whether you're shooting ropes These or These are blanks. actually for sale? Yeah, if you go to thecumrags.com, it's a nice. piece of merch uh, nice. that we sell. We might be on a little bit of a back order because of uh, everybody's the pandemic. Got yeah, everyone. <laughs> everybody's got cum. Everyone's got cum. Everyone comes. <laughs> That's true. Everyone As comes. As seen on YMH. It was. It did have an appearance on uh, Your Mom's House yeah. by, uh, you know, Brilliant Tom Segura. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, Christina P. And Christina P., of course. Yeah. And uh, I actually didn't say her name because I was like, I don't know how to pronounce her Pazitsky? last name. Pazitsky? Oh, yeah. And sketchy. then I was like, well, now I just seem like I'm only saying he's funny. And, no, that's not <laughs> true. Um, but uh, that they, it, it had an appearance on their show because uh, I just mailed them one. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, that was it. I just mailed them one. And I, I'll be honest, uh, I, I that helped uh, some of the revenue that was generated from people finding out about it from his show because his show is huge yes yeah. uh, did help me out during the pandemic and oh, cool. uh, I did uh, I expect no response or anything but it, it, it meant a lot to me That's awesome. From I don't even know if they know I'm another comic yeah. really mm-hmm. uh, but uh, I feel sincere some sincere gratitude by yeah. hopefully game a laugh and uh, <laughs> it did help uh, sustain me in a time after I had to cancel three months of shows so awesome uh, and you know if you send one to Burt Kreischer he does he opens that stuff on Instagram Instagram on his stories. Oh, really? Hilarious to be like, oh, oh wow. come yeah. rag. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll have to send one to, um, I forget his nickname, The Machine. Oh, the yes. Machine, yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, gifted storyteller. Yeah. So tell us about Just the Plugs podcast. Oh, my gosh. I'm yes. so glad you this mentioned awesome. yeah. I cannot wait to plug Just awesome. the Plugs. Yeah. <laughs> Just the Plugs is my podcast devoted solely and simply to the plugs. Mm-hmm. We do not have any chatter. We don't banter. We don't chit-chat. It's just plugs. Right. You know when you're listening to podcasts and you're like, I just want to hear the plugs. You know, <laughs> I just want to see what the guest is plugging. That's what just the plugs does. It's just mm-hmm. the plugs. And so it's hilarious. Each episode is about two to four minutes long. Um, and you can come in here. You know, we uh, have a guest will come on. They'll plug their Instagram, their Twitter, their shows. And then I'll wrap up the show. Um, must see. Must it's see. very funny. It's must out. see podcasting. Yes. Yes. And uh, so that's just the plugs. It's just it's it's the the essence of podcasting distilled into its simplest form. It was fantastic. Yeah. Yes. We yeah. We watched it. the one with Jared, and that one was hilarious. <laughs> that was the first time I'd seen it. You know, so you're kind of oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so you know, you're looking at this and going, "What the? Is this what? a bit? At first, yeah. Is at first, mad? and then you're like, "Okay, this is a bit. Yeah. This <laughs> is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I. I. Yeah. I, it's fun playing. Uh. You know, kind of a version of myself or a character character uh, of uh, a guy who is hyper self-important and uh, a bit of a douche, (laughs) Um, which maybe isn't that far off from me as I just literally talked about myself for an hour. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's very fun. It's really fun. Uh, Each episode, I kind of find a different little mini bit or sketch with the comics. So and that was important to me to make every episode feel different. So Mm -hmm. it isn't just the same joke. You know, mm-hmm. twenty or wherever, you know, however many times. Yeah, um, there'll be ones where I've I've surprised a friend with the premise of the podcast on on the show. Where I'm like I'm like, hey, you want to come do my podcast? I don't tell them what it's about. Oh, really? so they think they're coming into a um, you know 
know, a podcast where it's just going to be like, you know, an hour yeah. of chat. Yeah. And then I'm like, uh, yeah, man, this is it. Thanks for coming in. <laughs> Dude, I drove in from Staten Island. <laughs> had to pay a toll. Oh, pay for God. parking. It's like $40 to be here. Um, I would only do that with a friend. <laughs> yeah. You know, you don't want to upset anyone. But uh, it's, it's, a really, it's a really fun to just bring someone in and get to, you know, mess with their comedic voice yes um on on this really silly sandbox that is just the plugs yes yeah now is any of that planned out or is it just all off the cuff it's a mix so there yeah uh to tell you honestly they usually will film like uh three because they're they're two to four minutes we'll usually film like three and Uh well i might have a pre-planned bid that i'll mention to them or it might just be like let's just plug Let's just turn it on and get our plug on. Wow! Okay. So it's a, it's a it's a really it's really fun because and it's I actually think I'll have a bit of a uh, able to get bigger guests than my size because it's like hey it's four minutes yeah really. you know I think I mean? so yeah it's yes. you know it's not yeah. like uh, it's not like Lord of the Rings yeah you know, length yeah yeah um, it's just like if, they, they can commit to five minutes yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly and I'm very thankful it's a film that gas digital studio we saw that that's amazing yeah. so I, I will always shout out uh, Luis J. Gomez for enabling that in? to exist on his, at his studio oh, cool. uh, he's very good to comedians yeah. um, and I really appreciate it so have him. you met Big J and the whole gang you know I actually haven't met Big Dan J Dan Soder um, in passing once cool. um, but uh, I've been a, Luis has had me on Real Ass Podcast like a few times oh that's and awesome I, you know you, for a younger comic it's very appreciated when yeah. he you know shares his uh, platform with someone oh yeah it does help. It very yeah. much does yeah. help. Yeah, awesome. That's cool. All right, Idaho Comedy Fest. Yes, when, when are you going on? up? I think I don't even. I know I'm on tonight a few times. There's a show. I don't even know. 3 p.m. tonight or 3 p.m. tonight. 3 p.m. tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I just missed it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, 8:30 tonight. There's a show at the main lounge. Okay. Uh, I don't know what is this venue called. The lounge at the end of the universe. The lounge at the end of the universe. And this is I the artist that. lounge yep. right here. Yes, podcast yes. row. Yeah, yeah, we're at Podcastro, so come check it out. Uh, awesome. And not just me, but there's just a ton of great local and, I think, New York comics yes. yeah. in for the festival. So if I stink, you're going to find someone you Somebody like. Else. Right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much for doing the podcast. Yes. This has been great. We went so. longer than we meant to. Thank oh, you for hanging out okay. with us. That's something <laughs> long-winded where I start talking about one thing and I'm like, well, it's we, Bitcoin, yeah, but then so my jazz album. Is, but then well, my, I know you got so much. <laughs> uh, but then, you know, my foray into, you know, gay pornography. <laughs> oh, we didn't even touch on that. No. Yeah. We may have to do a Zoom sometimes. You got an OnlyFans? <laughs> I actually do I have an OnlyFans. I thought I saw that. It's a bit, but I do have an OnlyFans. <laughs> it's the world's most wholesome OnlyFans. It's photos of me throwing a Frisbee and oh, making geez. hot cocoa. Oh, awesome. One subscriber. <laughs> my friend Russ. Awesome. <laughs> well, thank you so much for doing the podcast. Yes, thank you. Yes. Had a great time. Seriously, thank you Yay. very much for having Welcome. Me. Have some great awesome. sets out there. Yeah, yes. we will be there watching. <laughs> yes, we will. So, All right, I'm signing out. I'm signing off. I'm Chris Adam. I'm Wendy Mosier, hashtag get toasted. Stay toasted. Boom. Thank you so Thank much, you, Brett. Brett. Thanks, guys. <laughs> awesome. Bye. Yay, that was fun. That so was nice fun, meeting Thank you. Thank you so much for awesome. like letting me go. Of course. <laughs> like, here's all, here's, it was basically an hour of plugs. <laughs> no, we love it. No, that's awesome. Yeah, what you're doing is really fun. Um, oh, yeah.